Hello and welcome to this week's edition of This Club Is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and shortly we'll be bringing you build-up and reaction to FC United's home fixture with Gaines Patrinity from Saturday. But before that, it's now time for this week's club news. And we start the news this week with a date for your diary, as this Sunday FC United's women's team will be back in action as the Reds will be hosting Durham Sestria in a crucial game in the league. Admission on Sunday at Broadhurst Park will be pay on the gate, £5 for adults, £2 concessions, while under fives are free. And kick-off on Sunday will be at 2pm. In other news, and the men's team last Tuesday night welcomed promotion-chasing Marine to North Manchester, and despite a decent first-half performance, the three points in the end went to the Merseysiders. Ten minutes gone, no goals. Palinka's over, hits that one. And now uh, breaking down the right-hand side is Grant. Grant, low ball in, dealt with there by Ennis, and Ennis now playing out of defence. Good give and go there with Woodcock. Now Ennis over halfway, three on three temporarily. Buckley now, Buckley to the byline, plays it across but uh, no one was there really and uh, no problem for Luke Hutchinson. Yeah, he didn't have much to work with there, Buckley to be fair. I wonder if he might have tried to hold it up on the byline, wait for reinforcements. Now uh, Sinclair Smith plays it neatly down the line there, White, who is White nicely. Now Sinclair Smith, top scorer. Nice ball, edge of the box, and hits the bar there. Sol Solomon, fine effort, ball still in play. And Guy Hall is dispossessed in the box here. Grant, Grant left-footed shot, and uh, Boys uh, meets it, plays it down and uh, dives upon it. Well, Marines showing how dangerous they are. Here's Palinkas playing out of defence. Hall making a run. It's a better-looking ball from Palinkas. Good take from Guy Hall. Into the box he goes. And he dwelt on it a little bit, but Ennis picks it up. And it's flicks it in the middle. It's bobbling around. It's Buckley. It's loose. But it doesn't quite go in there. Buckley had two chances that he couldn't really get purchase on the ball there. A little bit of a mix-up at the back from Marine, which gives FC a little sniff of hope. But uh, FC trying to keep it alive. And it breaks here for Donahue. Donahue in the box. Left foot over the bar. Got underneath it rather. Doyle plays it into the centre circle for White. White spreads it to the right flank. Waters now. Midway inside FC territory. On the right flank now. Driving forward. Low ball in. Cross coming in. Chance for Finley Sinclair Smith. Hesitates. It's spinning outside. It's a right footed shot. And it's a fine save for boys. I think it was Sass with the effort. Right footed. Griffiths. Ennis and Griffiths ball a bit loose. Here's Solomon into the box. Solomon dribbling very, very well. Shot there, blocked. It's bobbling around. Real chance. Goal. Really fortuitous that. It bobbled around. And Owen Robinson is the man who converts. Doyle chips it out to the left flank. Waters chips it. Very neat ball. Finley Sinclair Smith. Edge of the box. Right footed shot. And it is a perfect delivery. That is quality from Sinclair Smith. Boys outstretched, could not get to it. It was perfectly placed, using the defenders as a screen. And Marine go into a 2-0 lead. And, uh, well, as good as out of sight, really. Well, we know, we know all about Sinclair Smith from years gone by. And um, 
he certainly did that for us a few years ago and uh, he's not lost his touch as the leading scorer that was a terrific strike Bennett loose there from him and Sol Solomon cross coming in and here comes Sinclair Smith and it's 3-0 and the floodgates are opening and uh, Marine now running away with this as they did at their ground at the beginning of the season they're showing the ruthlessness now that they showed at Rosset Park when we played them. They don't take the foot off the gas, do they? And great work there, and a right-footed shot! Great work there from Dick McLaughlin. He spun round, great shot, good save. Well, credit to McLaughlin producing one of the best chances FC had, a really good shot, find his way through as well. Double down efforts on target. Trevon Bryan, can he produce a quality cross? Far post. Ponstone, rather a flap from the keeper there. Can Buckley get a foot to it? Yes, he can. Bennett, edge of the box. Bennett out to the right-hand side. Trevon Bryan avoids his man well. Bryan into the box. Bryan flicks it in. Has it gone in? No, it somehow didn't. I think Buckley got a foot on it, and I just think it hit a defender, or did the keeper get a hand on it? Decent reaction save. Ferguson's throw again, and here we go with the final whistle. Well, FC... Contested this manfully for the first hour, conceded a goal early in the second half, which uh, gave Marine the upper hand. And then two very quick goals in very quick succession by Finley Sinclair Smith, one of which was a perfect, a peach of a ball on the inside. And the second where FC were left exposed, and after that, Marine in no danger at all. So final score here of FC United and Manchester nil, Marine 3. FC Live there from Tuesday night and with the Reds looking to bounce back in their next match that takes us now to Saturday's fixture with Gainsborough Trinity. And for all the build-up now let's hand over to Ben and Woodso in the main stand. Well hello everybody and welcome back to Broadhurst Park. You join us here on a Saturday afternoon. FC United taking on Gainsborough Trinity in the Northern Premier League Premier Division and they're breathing in the background. You can hear them. It's a welcome back to Woodzo. Hello Woodzo. I was just taking in the taking in the Austin air. Welcome back. Thank you. We should touch upon Marine and that game on Tuesday night because yeah. it's a it is a mixed bag. Uh, after the Matlock game I think expectations were very low and I think we exceeded those expectations on I think we did on Tuesday up I, until the hour mark I, yeah, I sort of agree and disagree with you um, do you not think we, for at half time we said we did we were doing okay can I tee it up like this Go on. do you think we bridged the 21 point gap for much of that game I don't think I think first half I think we, we played okay and we didn't really trouble the goalkeeper uh, one shot I think one shot yeah two, two if you can't book this in the first half yeah I mean that, that, that was unlucky I mean at half time we said it was okay didn't we and, and, and stand by it being okay but I, I, just, mm, I think second half I think we, we just as soon as they scored it was how many how many are they going to get I've read his programme notes today and it goes on about confidence and it's true you know, you know and confidence is a lot in football and if you get onto a run of, of poor results or poor performances it, you know you, you can get into that rut this will be a funny one, this, because in the last couple of seasons, well, well, say last season and the first half of this, yes. against Gainsborough, you know, we didn't do so good at home last year against them. They played really, really well. It was a funny game, that, because if I remember right, they won 3-1. I think they had three shots, or maybe four shots, scored three of them. But the, ho- the, the whole performance, they played really, really well. And, they put, and we, a lot a of us said... They, they were a counter Yeah, and team. a lot of them said they were one of the best teams that we played last year. I mean, to be fair, year. I don't think they're that team. Well, I was say, but yeah. yeah, we played them twice since, both away. Yeah. 
we've won them both, and this year's away game, I think probably was probably the performance of the season so far. So the footballing wise, you played really, really played well. Really that well, day. yes. So it's, it's there today. It's absolutely there's three points on offer. And we'll hear from Neil in a second. And what, and what Neil has, has basically hinted at is, you know, he wants, wants to go for it. He wants the players to enjoy themselves. And I think that's the most important thing now. Is just to I play entertaining football. Well, yeah, I agree with that. And I think I think that the couple of players who've signed contracts to the end of next season that shows that, that we've got one eye on next season, rightly or wrongly, at this stage. I mean, we're only in February, we're start of February. That can be good in, in terms of sort of stability, that we, we know we've got some players already lined up for next season. Yeah. So players should should be looking to play for next season. You know, there's two players that we know will be here next season because they've signed contracts for that long. The rest are playing for places, as far as I'm concerned. So you, you carry on playing all season. So there's, from a fan's point of view, you can sit there and go, we've only got the Phoenix Trophy to play for. But from a player's point of view, you've got next season. Because if you don't put it in this season, he's going to like you and presumably you get, you'll get replaced. If you want to stay here next season... You've got to keep playing. So, the players have got stuff to play for. You finish as high as you can up the table. Have the playoffs out, out of the range at the minute, probably, but things can change. Well, I go back to what I said about Stafford. I no disrespect to Stafford. It's the same um, thing for us going Staff- on. The, oh, I, I, I think Stafford are aiming for Baseford rather than FC United. Yeah. But it goes the other way. You just cannot see. No, not at all. Even the teams who are in the playoffs at the minute, let alone the let's, ones let's outside. Bring, let's, bring the, let's bring the cliches back in. Until until you, you, the points are run out, you can't do it. Then you, you're, st- you're still in a run. Yeah, it's highly unlikely. It's, you have to win pretty much nearly every yeah. game for the rest of the season. That, Absolutely. So and, and the know. thing is, is that that's the point. Is that how do you end the season? But as do a player, you, you've got still. Yeah, but as a player, you still well, got your eye on that, on that as, playoff. As place. a player, you don't want to be in a squad that's down in the dumps. No, and, you, you, and you're the still pr- playing for the it. The pressure is off. You might as well have fun. There's a, a fan base here who are receptive to that kind of thing, and you know if if it is a fun game, they'll they'll get involved. Let's say the season starts here. Let's, not, let's try and not say oh, it again for the rest of the you know season. What? Shall you, we? Know you've been a cliche juggernaut all oh, the way all the way through. Yeah, that's the first thing you mentioned. I've not that. mentioned that one ever. Yeah. All, all right, right let's the end do of the that. Day, then. Know we, we, we've got Phoenix coming up. You've got players who want to. To me, as we've said, should we play for next season? Yes. And there's still points to be gained. You finish as high up at the table as you can do. And who knows what might happen? We know it's unlikely, but who knows what might happen? If it's anything based on Neil's mood today, it should be a good oh, game. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we spoke to Neil earlier. Um, let's hear that oh. interview now, pre-recorded oh. uh, moments ago. But a big, big thank you to Woodsell for joining us hey, in this club, right. club this week. And, uh, well, let's hear from the FC United manager now. A big thank you for joining us pre-match. Uh, you, you've come up. We're springing your steps, yeah. so I'm imagining training on Thursday was pretty good. What, yeah. What's the mood in camp like out of this game against Gainsborough? I mean, listen, we've, we've lost back-to-back games, haven't we? And the performance of Matt Long was nowhere near good enough. The first-half performance against Marine was OK, and then second-half, the quality just beat us. So it's kind of what do you do? Do you go into training, are you downbeat, or do you try and go a different direction? And we had a really good training session, we had a really good chat, loads of one-to-one work. Uh, and, and we're ready for today like we're ready for every game and people just said you know you, you, you're kind of sprightly today well, I'm always sprightly you know until come quarter to five you know <laughs> and that's it. I just hope I'm going to stay sprightly and, and that's the thing isn't it? I mean we said the, the performance between Matlock and, and Marine it was like night and day really um, it was just up until the hour mark really yeah. against Marine the floodgates open but that is definitely something to build on that first definitely. hour I mean, or so I mean listen you look back at the game Griff tries to bring the ball down on the 18-yard box and, you know, you want Luke Griffiths to do that because he's such a technically good player but you also want him to recognise the danger when the captain's shouting to him, head, head, head and he takes the decision. Sometimes the decision comes off, sometimes it doesn't so it's kind of which way do you go but, you know, you want your centre midfielders to play so we give the goal away then kind of laugh and Charlie Oliver got caught for, for Finn's goal and then 
John only got caught on the back pole sleeping. But I just think that at the minute, if we can see one, we look like we're going to concede two or three. But we've done a lot of work on that on Wednesday, Thursday and Friday last night and say, listen, you know, what's the worst that can happen today? The worst that can happen is you get a beat. The best that can happen is you go win a game. But let's go out there with a spring in our step. Let's go and play pressure free. You know, let's ignore the noise. Let the noise be directed at me. These lads, are, I'll stand by them all season. Say what you want after the Matlock game. I totally agree. It was completely inept. Uh, whether or not, psychologically, the lads suffered because of the point deduction that week, I don't know. You can't, you can't get into the Reds. But Saturday wasn't good enough. Tuesday, we got beat by a better side. Today, we're playing a side. There's one position below us. Uh, but that doesn't mean we're going to win. But it means we can go into it kind of just kind of roll your sleeves up and let's get on with it uh, Team News heading into this game uh, you mentioned it on Tuesday that we were, we were going to get a goalkeeper we wanted him over the line on Tuesday but paperwork and all mm. that D- didn't happen but that's been announced since yeah. um, we've got a City low knee keeper which yeah we didn't have enough enemies yeah. I just got to sign a City <laughs> keeper <laughs> so uh, yeah sorry not sorry uh, listen, he's we, from we, outside the M60 everyone yeah, it's yeah. alright I mean he's signed from Southend brilliant with City got a couple of good contacts there I was invited in Got invited to watch the under-23s goalkeeper session and basically the, the CEO asked us to take our pick. Uh, it's another great relationship. Pat has done great this season, but but like with anybody else, you need competition. And, and Pat just probably needs to come out. He just needs to come out, give him a little bit of a rest and a breather. Yes, we've got George all season. We've got him all season, but let him let him scrap it out. You know, there's games like the Phoenix coming up and there's league games coming back to back. So you want more you want more competition. And, and with George, we've got more competition and, and he'll play today. And, and we'll look, we're hopeful that he comes and, and performs the way he can do because... When I went to City, I was super impressed with what I saw, and you know, it is the class above. But you know, like I said, he's going to get his exposure playing at FC United. And even though we conceded three goals on Tuesday, I thought I thought defensively we were, we were pretty strong. But obviously, in the in the final third, Marine just kind of snuffed us out yeah. a lot. So I mean, I think you hinted at it already about going for it today against Gainsborough. I mean, well, how, 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 how do we do that? We're going to revert to our second formation of a three. You know, we've got Big Yam back in now. I think Lafferty's done well. Charlie Oliver's more suited in, in centre of defence. We gave Decker rest choosing out because he, he had a slight muscle pull. So, we, you know, George will go in and he'll have a back three in front of him. Uh, Jan will play off to the left. Lafferty down the middle and Charlie just to the right. Then your two wing-backs will be Guy Hall and Det McLaughlin. And then you'll have a midfield two of Ennis and Griffiths again. And then we just thought we'd switch it up a little bit. So we're going to hand Bob Jammer his debut. Right. Uh, he's going to play the 10 role. And we're going to go with Trevon and Buckley up top and try and stretch pace in behind and try and, try and get him in behind and, and free up Bob. You know, what, what's Bob got to lose? He's done really well. He's trained really well. We've got loads of faith in, in our academy lads. And we said when they're, when they're ready, they'll be ready. And he's been around the first team now. So let him go today. And, and that mood in the academy camp as well, because obviously they've, they've that brilliant result against Buxton in, in the cup. You know they're riding high, aren't they? Yeah, they're so. brilliant. I mean, Dom Doyle's in training with us. Young Elliot's in training with us. Bob's in training with us. So, you know, we, we don't. We also don't want them to come in and think they've got anything to kind of be pressurised about. You know, Bob will be a little bit nervous today, but I'm sure that when the fans see an academy graduate coming through and playing, they'll get right behind him. And you know, he's scoring goals every week for the academy. Imagine this place if he scores today. And, and there's no reason watching his finishing on Thursday night that he won't score today. But we're just trying to go something different. You know, can he go and join in with the two? Can, can Buckley stop coming towards the ball and start going away from the ball? Because he's a quick lad, but for some reason he's got into a bit of a habit of coming towards the ball. Get Trev stretching it when he's going 1v1, there's not a lot better. And just, just go for it. That, that's The message is in there. Get smiles on your faces. Remember them days when you were a kid in the playground when, when everything was pressure-free. You know, loads of support behind these lads today. Uh, I take the bullets. These lads are brilliant and they're just going to go out there today led by Charlie and, and hopefully 
put on a performance that will galvanise the fans and, and get a win and I have every confidence we'll get a win today well Neil big thank you for joining us pre-match best luck this afternoon and catch up at full time brilliant cheers then well good afternoon everyone and welcome back to Broadhurst Park this is FC Live brought to you by constructorcody.com and the Amateur Army FC United taking on Gaze Trinity this afternoon and it's a big welcome back to the commentary booth here at the back of the main stand to Stato Paul hello Paul welcome back good afternoon everyone so Paul Big game this afternoon, but before we talk about games for Trinity, we've heard from Neil Reynolds. Team's got a bit of a spring in its step after training on Thursday, looking at the positives from the defeat against Marine. There were positives from Tuesday night. Yeah, I think we'd, we played, obviously we had to play better than we did at Matlock. There was no other way. I think defensively we were okay for most of the game until Marine started pulling us apart after half-time. The real concern was up front, I think. Yes. Um, we need to do more up front this afternoon. And maybe we've got the opposition to do it against. Well, we're taking on Gainsborough. And Gainsborough are one place beneath us in the league table. One point behind us. Uh, they have got a game in hand. I'm going to throw this out there now. It's the first game of February. Um, we're 13 points above Stafford Rangers. Stafford Rangers have won five games all season. It would need them to win another five to catch FC, assuming we stand still. The tricky thing isn't about relegation or, or that worry. It's about ending the season well, isn't it, Paul, at this point? Yeah, I think the dangerous thing is for us to say we're safe. We have to treat every game as if we need points. Because if we start getting into some kind of trough where we stop playing completely and just assume we're going to stay up, that's where, how you go down. And it's games like this one... Yeah, against a fellow struggler's side yes. who needs points. They're a point behind us and a place behind us. We need to put some space between us and other clubs now like Gainsborough. And it's been a weird season, hasn't it? Not just for FC United, but for most of the teams actually in the lower half of the table. You look where FC United are. They're surrounded by Gainsborough, Trinity, Bamber Bridge and Matlock Town. All three of those teams finished in the playoffs last season. It's, it's just not got going for... Any well, of us really, has it? <laughs> I, think, I think it shows the strength of the division this season in that clubs have got some money, they've signed better players, they've become formidable and points are hard to come by and every week is a battle. There's no givens anymore in this division as we know. That takes me back to uh, the game on the other side of New Year where we took on Gaysbertrinity and I mean we said about that lot being the worst performance. I think Gainsborough away might have been our best away performance this year, certainly up there. Yeah, uh, obviously we can't talk about the mass game where we scored three in four minutes. They've totally forgotten about that. Because that, that's been wiped from the record books. But yeah, we played well. I mean, they were unbeaten at home that day when we went there. Yeah. And we dominated it. We absolutely played them off the park. And the, the score did not flatter us. No, and a cracking goal to finish things off. The Charlie Ennis counter-attacking goal. It was just... Uh, I really love yeah. that goal. Um, Obviously, a different day, different pitch. And I think one key factor since that Gainsborough game has been the loss of Gabidon. Yeah. I think that has been a big loss for us going forward because he creates so much. And we've not really replaced him, I would say, since he limped off at Ilston. No. But having said that, Bob Jermay comes on yep. the scene. That's the breaking news. We obviously heard Neil praising Bob earlier, but also praising the academy team as well. We've had a great season. Uh, thus far, uh, but Bodger May starts today. I mean, when he came on against Ilkeston, because it was such a, a thin soup, as, as it were, uh, <laughs> we were telling the idea of giving him man of the match because he, he did give us a bit of life and energy in that game. 
I think he's looked quite promising when we've seen him in his cameos and he deserves a start. I, I, I applaud the manager today for, for having the guts to start the game with him and say, go on then, there's no pressure on you, just go out there and enjoy it. Yeah, Trevor Bryan also starts. Uh, we're doing a, an odd formation today with three at the back, Lafferty, Oliver and Palinkas. Guy Hall will be left wing back, Deck McLaughlin right wing back. Central midfield will be Luke Griffiths and Charlie Ennis. And uh, then we've got Brian and Jermaine on the wings and uh, Jordan Buckley up front. Neil mentioned in his pre-match interview about Jordan Buckley. He needs to get out of this habit that he's dropped into, literally dropped into, of dropping a bit deeper to receive the ball and being a bit more on the, the last defender. I would argue that's a structural thing because he's having to come deep to get the ball because there's not much going on yeah. in the, a bit further up the pitch, is there? I think he feels if he stays isolated up front, he's not going to see the ball. No. So that's why he's coming looking for it. And I think that if I was talking to the two wingers today, I would say stick around him. Don't start dropping deep. Well, they're not wingers, though, are they? Because the, we've got the wing-backs. They're the wingers. But this is the problem. This is the problem of this system, I think. It, this is where it falls apart. Because we haven't we're, played the game yet, Paul. We're too, <laughs> we're too dependent yeah. on this, this mantra of full-backs having to whip the ball in from wide areas, where the wingers could be doing that job themselves. I would say the wingers should stay further forward. So when we play it long to Buckley, he's got somebody to feed into. There is because that, yeah. it just doesn't work otherwise. Uh, there's a lot of pressure as well on, in this formation on Griffiths and Ennis, who I think had a very good opening hour to the game. And as soon as the substitutions happened, then I, I think we kind of lost a bit in, in midfield. I know the first goal was a Griffiths mistake, but he's trying to play the ball out rather than clearing it. So that, that's kind of admirable in a way. Just not against that opposition. He, he might do better today. But I, I thought Ennis and Griffiths had decent games on, on Tuesday night. Yeah, and I also thought Brian showed a good attitude when he came on. Yes, yes. Um, and let's hope he picks up from that. Defensively, we've got to improve. And we're told that the new keeper, who we've not mentioned yet... No, I'm getting to him. ...is, is a, a more commanding player in the box than a, a line keeper. And that's what we sorely need. Now, the keeper, George Murray-Jones joining us on loan from Manchester City which is uh, groundbreaking if I can use that phrase is a Londoner and I reckon he's our third Londoner ooh good game you won't get these I know I won't I, was, I just thought then going no I don't know anyone you won't get them no Nick Robinson was one and Naya Bayuna was the other oh, no, well Nick Robinson uh, famous his highlight of his career Camel Ed yes five all yeah brilliant that's he, a he, game isn't it he had a chance to win it as well but we couldn't score the sixth. But what a game, yes. Won't forget that one. And it's games like that we should be pointing towards. In fact, I'd make them watch that game. It's, it is available somewhere on the internet. I've, I've, I've seen it once. I think. Yeah. That game, that's what we should be aiming for. Just go for it. See what happens. Have a laugh. Well, I, I think today we're playing a, a team that lost the first five away games without even scoring a goal. Their record away is poor. They've only won two and lost eight. They're not good on the travels. This is the time to come out and impose ourselves on the team and say, look, you don't do well away from home. We're going to make sure that continues. We're not playing Marine or Radcliffe here. We're playing the team that's on equal terms. Yes, uh, Radcliffe is Tuesday, by the way, which, yes. again, just uh, what I said <coughs> on Tuesday night, cannot wait for that game. And Whitby away, of course. And Whitby away. Yeah. yeah. We, don't like, we don't talk about that. No. Anyway, there's a Morpeth away as well, I think. You'll be pleased to know, dear listener, that James is busy those those Saturdays, so it'll be me and Paul making the trip up to the northeast for those As games. Always. But uh, 
I, I think I like commentating with you at the Turnbull Ground. It's 24th of February, Morpeth away. Right, okay. So it's, February's a long distance month. Yeah, but then it's all right, isn't it, after that? March and April aren't too bad. Atherton away, Macclesfield away. Yeah. Um, we finished with Hyde and Geisley in April away. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Gainsborough got a former FC player on the bench. I should mention that before we start. Kalea. Yes. Yes. So there you go, an old boy. There we go. Uh, but this is FC Live, brought to you by ConstructedCoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair Army. FC United taking on Gainsborough Trinity. Don't forget LiveTeamStats.com for all your live stats from this afternoon's game. But for audio coverage now, let's hand over to your expert commentary team of Stato Paul and a big welcome back to James Quinn. Throw in FC. Looks for Jordan Buckley. Buckley on the turn. Flick through for Brian. That's a great ball. Brian, can he get there? Tries to chip the keeper, but good work that. It was a goal kick. It came back off Brian. And a good alertness from Dylan Wharton, who came out very quickly. It was a decent ball. Probably just a tiny bit too much on it for O'Brien to have space to uh, do something effective. Cleared by Wharton, a poor clearance. McLaughlin has it. McLaughlin there, rather than looking to move forward, played a, a strange back pass, and now it's a break on now. Three on two for Gainsborough Trinity. Nice looking ball. Fraser Preston back in. Southwell, surely. Great block. Palinkas. Now the ball breaks for Griffiths on the left flank. Inside the hall, give and go. Griffiths has it back. Griffiths flicks it in, and, it's, and that's a good ball from Brian. It's Buckley! And it's, oh my goodness me! It was a lovely move from FC, came across to Buckley. He tapped it, but the keeper was right there. And the ball is down now, and it's uh, on the turn. It's Ashley Jackson with a shot. It's a deflection, and it's a fine reaction save from uh, Murray Jones. It deflected wickedly off the defender. It was going in, I think, at the near post, but... George Murray-Jones got a, a strong right hand to it. It's a corner for uh, Gainsborough. And things have livened up at the beginning of this second half with chances for both sides. Here's Palinkas into enemy territory. Hall plays it back to Griffiths. Griffiths with the square ball. Lafferty. Lafferty floating it forward there. Buckley waits. Great ball. Buckley into the box. Buckley with a chance. He scores! Magnificent ball! from Lafferty, and a composed, calm finish from Jordan Buckley, breaks the deadlock here, a different FC in the second half, more accuracy in the passing, and Buckley doing what he's been brought here to do, taking it down, controlling it nicely, and finishing it with aplomb. FC United 1, Gainsborough Trinity 0. I think Lafferty's had a good game overall, but that was the cream of it, the pass there to Buckley. And it was angled beautifully, so it bisected the defenders and allowed him to run in behind. And unlike the previous chance he had a few minutes ago, he was calmness personified in the box and just slipped it inside the near post. Ball comes across, nice-looking free kick. Nodded across by Lafferty, and it's in! And it was... I thought someone might have got a touch, but Palinkas it was. But FC are 2-0 ahead. Good floated in delivery, nodded across there. And into the back of the net. Just under nine minutes to go. FC United two games Trinity nil. A much needed three points for FC. Buckley. Buckley on the turn. Lies through all. Gilboy. Flag stays down. Gilboy. Gilboy. Gilboy straight at the keeper. Rebound goes wide. Corner ball. What a chance that was. It was a chance. And 
Gilboy had, the keeper was quite near post, wasn't he? Gilboy had quite a bit of empty goal to aim at there and they hit it straight at the keeper, but FC do have a corner. Red shirts galore to aim at, far post this time, and met well by uh, Gainsborough head, and they uh, were well attempted up, put under by Hall, but uh, rather spins, and great work on the left-hand side, low crossing! Gilboy oh. can't find the purchase, goes into the arms of a very grateful Dylan Wharton. Just like the earlier chance for Buckley, he just couldn't finish it. Bennett, in it comes, doesn't be the first man, but Gilboy gets to it. Guy Hall plays it back to Bennett. Bennett now, another cross coming in. It's Buckley, flicks it on, fine save from Wharton. That was a great effort by Buckley. That's it. Well, that's it. FC job done. Lackluster first half from both sides. FC, though, much more intent. Both sides more intense second half. FC came out with uh, the aim of uh, getting a, a goal in front. They got that with uh, Buckley after extra work from Lafferty. And then again, Palinkas after more fine work from Lafferty, adding the second. And then FC United seeing the, out the game with good game management. Decent uh, debut there for uh, George Murray-Jones. Really one save to make in anger, which was a fine uh, save. Strong right hand. And uh, FC be satisfied with that. Uh, Paul, you're summing up yeah, of the afternoon's I think, events. I think the second half was a lot different to the first. I think the manager got what he wanted in the second half. He got players going forward. He saw a bit of ambition. He saw a bit of appetite to win more often than not. I think individually, Lafferty was to assist. I, I think he's man of the match. He was good at both ends. Yeah. I thought Blinkers did well. Yeah. And I thought Buckley came back into a bit of form as well, apart from his goal. He did threaten this afternoon more than two or three times. Just to talk about those two centre-backs, uh, I know Oliver was the, the third of the, the centre-backs, but Palinkas and Lafferty on Tuesday night, I don't think had a particularly bad game. In fact, I think that they were the two best players on Tuesday as well. I think Lafferty's he's come into a bit of form, hasn't he? He's, he's been impressive the last few games, I think. Yeah, I think what helped as well, Oliver was back in a more familiar position. Yeah. He, he looked much more happy this today than he did in midweek. The first half was... Um, there wasn't many chances in the first half. I, th I think Brian probably had the better of the chances with that one-on-one. -on -one. He also had a shot which just went wide as well from, from distance. Um, but Gainsborough themselves, they've they've not really created much, have they? I, I know uh, no, our keeper hard. had a good save in the second half, but um, Palinkas cleared that one towards the end of the first half but they've not really created much have they there's been one serious save yes. our debutant keeper had to make it was a good save as well and it was a very good save yes. but other than that he came out and punched a couple of balls but he wasn't really tested a lot as a, as a debut keeper would expect to be and I think that's a tribute to the players in front of him and I think it, today was a very well well deserved three points was it I, I mean we were trying to find some green shoots from, from that first half performance but was it important really to to go in in a solid way, which is what we can describe that first half, really, after with, the last two games. With the confidence being a bit fragile, I think nil-nil was a good half-time score to build on. Yeah. And I think when we came out in the second half, I think the message was clear from the dressing room. It had to be stepped up, and it was. And credit to all the players in the second half. They all put a shift in. Yeah. They all worked hard. You've got to say that, um, again, Griffiths in the midfield 
was it was a key player. Griffiths was, was great. Um, Ennis was great. Yeah, the midfield again. I mean, we said it in the build-up just how I, I think Ennis and Griffiths give you that bit of steel and a bit of class in midfield, don't they? Uh, and, and we saw that this yeah. afternoon, I think. Yeah. Um, Hall had a good game at left wing he back, did. I thought. Buckley, you mentioned the difference between his performance in the first half and the second half. I mean, we at half-time, we were quite... I think we said it ourselves, actually, in the, in the commentary in the first half. He, he's dropping deep for a reason. He's dropping deep to get the ball because he's he's not getting much much else on the shoulder of the defender. But in the second half, it worked a lot more, didn't it? We were getting to the byline. We were crossing the balls into yeah. the near post. And, again, and he could make those, those runs. And again, I think in the second half, Buckley had more support than he did in the first half. Yes. And it made a difference. And we've got to keep doing that. Otherwise, we're not going to get the best out of him. Because when he was at Warrington, he was part of a pair, yeah, wasn't he? All his best work was playing with the front man with him. Now, he's not got that here, but if we expect him to score goals on a regular basis, he needs that support. Yeah, and there's, there's similar goals, really, to the one he scored at Park Avenue, and that's yeah. no accident, is and that, it? No, that's his trademark. But, yes, he worked very hard, Buckley, today, and he, and he was close in my eyes for player of the match, close. Yeah. But Lafferty was very good today. Very good. And Palinkas again. We say this cliche a lot here on SC Radio for obvious reasons, but coming back from injury, yeah. you wouldn't even know, would you? No, he just, <laughs> he's so accomplished, isn't he? He makes the game look easy, yeah. and it's not. And, and you hear coaches and footballers and pundits say the words, oh, it's a Rolls Royce. Palinkas at this level, he's yeah. brilliant. We're big fans on the I station. Think it's, I think really. it's too easy for him sometimes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Where are we now, Paul? We move up, don't we? I'm just checking whether that result stuck. Is that, is that us no longer talking about the, the spectre of Atherton Coles and Stafford Rangers creeping up on our shoulder in these last stages of the season? Is that, is that it done now, do you think? Uh, well, <laughs> obviously, we, we've got a very tough assignment on Tuesday. Yes. And then at Whitby on the Saturday. Yeah. So we can't expect too much from the next two games. But who knows? Just to say, Coles and Brabbrack Avenue won today. And uh, Baseford... And obviously Gainsborough Trinity and Bamber Bridge all got beat. But ahead of us in the league table, Matlock and Workington and Norbert all got beat. So we're within touching distance of 12 yeah, all wow. of a sudden. So it's amazing what happens. Things can change It's amazing quickly. what happens on a Saturday afternoon. Right, Paul, what happens now? Because we have got Radcliffe, we have got Whitby. It's very hard, but I think the manager's got something to work with today. Whereas on Tuesday, he didn't have a lot to work with. Yes. Um, I think he's got a bit more confidence back in the dressing room. Uh, and he, he's got one or two selection decisions. The term free hit gets banded around a lot. Today was the game where you expect a performance and a win. We did that. Now we go into these games, like you say, with a bit of confidence. So you never know. You never know. If, if, if Radcliffe are not full on it, then who knows? We might get something out of Tuesday night. Well, uh, thank you to Paul for joining us. Uh, just a reminder, myself, um, Paul and James will be here on Tuesday for that game between FC United and Radcliffe. Uh, join us from 7.30 on FC Radio and on North Manchester 106.6 FM. OK, so uh, let's hand over now to James. And uh, here's his post-match interview with the FC United manager, Neil Reynolds. Well, um, congratulations, Neil. Um, after two defeats and uh, the mood around, just how important was it to get the three points today? It was it was really important to put on a pleasing performance, and you can see you can see confidence levels are, are down, you know, and you can see certain things. In the first half, we were we were nip and tuck, we couldn't really get going, but we were pleased. We came in at nil nil. We knew we, that we had really positive substitutions on the bench as well. 
we made the changes and we got the goals. But on another day, it could have ended up six. You know, you could see the confidence levels ooze when we when we got the first goal and the second goal. And like I've said, we are a good side. You know, we're a good side going through transition. And just thank you to kind of everyone that stuck with it. You know, to, to, today doesn't mean we've turned the corner, does it? Heck? But it means that we can show that we can bounce back from two, three nil defeats. So that's a sign of a powerful dressing room. Seemed a lot more coherence and uh, choice of passes seemed better in the second half. Would you agree? And what, what did you say at half time? Play forward, play forward more. You know, choice of passes. I thought Griffiths was outstanding. He's, he, I don't think he hit a side of his pass today. You know, everything was forward. Bennett came on, everything was forward. We got our full backs high and wide into key areas. Back three, you know, and, and Georgian behind him didn't have a great deal to do. But it, it was just at half time, kind of, you know, that's two and a half games without a goal. You know, we 3 0, 3 0, then 0 0. And, and people think that you just got an expectation to be against but well, that's not the case so we needed to change one or two things and we needed to get our chests out and get our sleeves up and, and go attacking the SMRE and then you can see just listen to the fans on the way out they've, they've, they've really enjoyed you know attacking football and, and that's what we'll try and do James and so important for Jordan Buckley to get on the score sheet listen Jordan does a lot of work that people don't see and you know it's, 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 it's quite a funny story actually because uh, a fan came down to the technical area and was just talking to me and said what do you think what we like up front and all of a sudden Buckley went round three and kind of put it in the ball corner I won't tell you who it is but uh, he was match day dining today and we both looked at each other and said that's what we know about football who kind of went in the back of the net and, and it was good it was a good feeling and then we went up gears and I thought it was chance after chance and you know Big Yam who was outstanding you know colossally we went and got the second and Lafferty um, we gave him because of course two assists as well as good. He, but he seems I know there were moments in the last couple of games but um, he seemed really solid and that, that trio seemed to work today yeah, he's we more comfortable than a three you know mm. but due to the injuries that they've had with Jones and Pillingcast we haven't got rabbits out of hats we have to do what we can do but today we could go to the three centre halves and it allows Lafferty to be the central one and it allows him to get on the ball and, and he did it really well but he played well as did as did Jan and Charlie but it it's, gives you a lot of confidence especially on set pieces when he goes and wins a, a, a lot of ball and then he wins a lot of ball in our defensive unit as well when we're defending there uh, so I'm happy he's got man of the match because he's a really honest lad. Uh, he, he's everything he says on the turn. He's Danny Laff, and you know I've been delighted with him since he's come in. And we're just we're, listen, we're transitioning. That's what we're doing. We're, we're changing, and I'm just delighted that we could get the win today. You talked about Griffiths. What is it when Griffiths is on it? What is, what is it you see? Well, I've no idea, James. I'll be dead honest. Luke Griffiths is so good. Luke Griffiths is so good and so frustrating at the same time. You know, he did something in the game today. He's having a great game. And then he needs to cross the ball and he flicks it, tries to flick it over someone's head. It drives you insane. But then you watch his choice of passing what he does and he's an outstanding player. You know, the other night when with nil-nil and he, he has a decision and he makes the wrong decision. But listen, you, you've got to, he's a bit of a free spirit, is Luke. He's such a good player. He's still only 24, 25. He, he loves the football club. He loves playing for us. And, you know, he can only get better, but we've just got to stay on at him all the time and, and encourage him to, to play forward and get going because he's such a big player for us. With the three, doesn't that bring some of the best out of Guy Hall and Deck McLaughlin? It allows us to get higher up. So they both, they, I mean, I don't know if you saw, but the amount of times that they, they kind of started on the other side of the halfway line tonight, which we did in training the other night, to get the front moving and either the reverse passing side or the one on the outside. And I thought they both did it really, really well. What it does is when we get into that position, it allows the tent to come alive. And if the tent doesn't, we can stretch it with two in behind. But, you know, we've been actively trying to get more forwards in. We've got Gilboy in now. You've got Trevon in now. We've got young Maxi who sat out today. So it might suit us to go two up top. Not every game will it, will it open itself up for that. You might have to change for whoever you're playing. But today we wanted to get after him. And I thought we got after him. But, 
you know, people can say what they want about the first half. Confidence is a huge thing in football, huge thing. And, and you've got to do a lot of work and sometimes it's not just tactical. So we did a lot more work on Thursday, a lot more work at half time and just delighted that the lads, you know, who were a brilliant group, stepped up and, and got the win. And a word for Bob Jammy, uh, you to be applauded for getting a, an academy player in mm-hmm. there and uh, you would have been pleased that he, he you know, he stuck his foot in there. Massive well done to Tom Conroy and Chris Taylor. You know, the academy are, are thriving, the top of the league. We've got the likes of Don Doyle training, Elliot, Bob Jammer. And, and listen, the reason why we started Bob today wasn't, wasn't for anything other reason that the lads have had a go in front of him and haven't done it. And listen, Bob was nervous today, absolutely nervous. And at half-time, he was, you know, rabbit in the headlights. But we've got every belief in him that he can go and play. And that won't be his last start. You know, he's very much part of the squad. He's only going to get better. Reminds me of Sandro, you know, who took maybe two or three years to develop. So, so Bob as well with Dom and, and Elliot. But we've always said that we'll will continue to, to throw in lads if we believe that they're right. And, and Bob gave a really good 48, 49 minutes today. He was shattered. First thing he said when he came off, he went, wow, I've never played in the game as quick as it. I thought it was slow. But when you step up from maybe the academy, that's a really quick pace. And, you know, he was shattered. But he did well. Um, he did well. And whichever way you look at it, he's part of a winning team. He's part of a winning team. You know, and it doesn't, listen, it just says tomorrow too, you know, we've got a clean sheet and it's great all round. But, I'll end by what I said at the beginning. This doesn't mean that we've turned the corner. It means that we've got a really good group who, who want to get better, who won't have it all their own way. But we've got quality, we've strengthened now with the keeper. We've got the likes of Bennett now coming back. You've got Buckley, you've, you've got your centre-halves coming back. Curtis Jones might only be around the corner. So, it's listen, there's a lot to look forward to. We'll keep working hard. We'll have our Zoom meeting on Monday night. We'll go over the game. We'll do our analysis work with the squad. We'll get in Tuesday. We'll try and beat Radcliffe. Then we'll get in third. We'll try and beat Whitby, and that's what we'll always try and do. Final name, and I've said this many times, but Guy Hall is a player to me who is a you know is a great plus for this club that was taken from a long way below, and to watch his ability and his maturity he's as a defender. But going forward, I mean, the confidence he sometimes yeah. maybe overlaborates, but he's, he's he's a really skillful player. He's one of the top three left backs in the league. You know, we pulled him from you know West Lancaster. Let's not forget that we've had to develop him and people choose to forget that you know at times Guy Hall's outstanding and when I spoke to him last night on the phone which he'll, he'll tell you we had 20 minutes about getting Guy back to being Guy you know and, and kind of getting the shackles off and not worried about making a mistake and I said the same thing to Deck last night on the phone you know these are young kids and, and they want to win for this football club and at times when they don't win they, they take it really personally I'm saying to them let me take it you know let me take all the hits it is what it is but Guy Hall Deck McLaughlin they're, they're going to be hopefully here for years to come and mm-hmm. you know we're in talks with Guy now about tying him down for next season like we've done with Deck and I think if we can, if we can be lucky with injuries, we can get continuity. We can bring three or four more players in to, to strengthen the whole unit. Then, then who knows? But today, James shows real character on that side, real character, and, and I'm, I'm mentally proud of him. Immensely proud. And uh, good uh, to be going into Radcliffe. Uh, to be a tough game with with the one under your belt. What sort of game are you expecting? Well, they've got beat today, which I didn't yeah. expect, and, and uh, guys are down to ten men. So sometimes you look at it and maybe it's the wrong result because they want to bounce back. But you know our pitch is heavy. You know, and, and they might have had a really tough session today. So we've got to take loads of confidence from this today and not worry about Radcliffe. You know, not not in a not in a disrespectful way, but the top of the league, the top of the league for a reason because they're the best team in the league. All we can do is try and beat what's in front of us. But I'm sure if we run, if we run the way we ran today, and we execute the chances that we took today, and we keep that clean sheet, then then we'll give them a game. And we've seen that when our confidence levels are up, James. Here against Radcliffe in the trophy, we're, we're, we're good. We're good. We've just got to, we've just got to get through this this little bit of turbulence at the minute. So, you know, for me, I'll enjoy my drink tonight. But then the hard work starts for Tuesday, and, and and that's it. You know, for me, it's I'm just I'm just really happy for the fans today, and, and the support I've had from a lot of them fans after after the game was was really touching, to be honest. And 
you know, a lot of people kind of ignore the noise and tell me the same thing. And, and it's nice to hear, but it's, it's not about me. It's about the players and the players are, are, are fantastic. They really are. FC United manager Neil Reynolds speaking to James there following his side's win on Saturday afternoon. And as discussed, the Reds will be back in action this week with two league fixtures. Firstly, on Tuesday evening, FC United host league leaders Radcliffe at Broadhurst Park. Kickoff will be at 7.45pm and admission will be pay on the gate. £13 for adults, £9 concessions, £3 under 18s, while under 5s are free with a paying adult. And we'll have full live commentary on North Manchester 106.6 FM from 7.30pm on Tuesday for those of you unable to attend. While on Saturday, FC United travelled to the North Yorkshire coast to take on Whitby Town. Kick-off at the Turnbull ground this weekend will be at 3pm. And commentary will also be available for both games via the FC Radio website. Well, that's it for this week's edition of This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.